I didn't think I was going to ever have to talk about porn again. But here I am talking about porn again. Ugh. It's like the Godfather 3. You've seen Godfather 3, right? I mean, I know it was horrible. Wasn't as good as 1 and 2. I mean, not even touch 1 and 2. But if you've seen 1 and 2, you had to go see 3. Remember Pacino? This one I thought I got out. They pull me back in. It's the same thing with porn. Now, I don't want to go into um, too much detail about my past life, but I had a past life. I had past business, and I had past dealings with the adult business. I used to go by a different name. Uh, I was involved in a court case that was uh, pretty historic. That is how I know uh, Steve Croft from 60 Minutes. That's how I know um, Jake Tapper. I like to call him the Hack Tapper. Over at CNN when he was at ABC. I know the, uh, I think it was Samantha B. Uh, over at The Daily Show. Or one of those girls, because I was on The Daily Show. Because I also ran for mayor of Los Angeles against uh, Katie Turr's dad. He, uh, well, he was the dad then, but now he's a girl. Katie Turr from MSNBC's dad got his ding-dong chopped off. Or he just cross-dresses. But it was a guy who's now a girl. So he ran for mayor, and I beat him. Thank God. I didn't beat anybody out. Well, I did beat, I think, two other people. But Anyways, I have a history in the adult business. I try to pretend it doesn't exist because individuals look down on that industry and I get kind of pegged with a stigma. I'll give you an example. I was uh, talking with the guys at Salem about nine months ago about doing something with this program And one of the guys at Salem uh, said he could not get the program approved. He could not get it through their board because of my past. And I said, but it's my past. I don't do it now. He goes, yeah, but the board isn't going to want to take a risk. And get blasted by people saying that they syndicate your program. And I said, wow. So I've tried to distance myself from the adult business as best as I could. But once in a while, I get hit with that past. So here we are. And we're engaged 
in an election and part of my past comes creeping back. Ugh. When I was in Texas, I get this uh, this text from a friend. Did you check out CNN? You got to check out CNN. You're never going to believe what is going on. So I uh, kick on the news and I'm looking at the headline and this press conference. And I'm like, what, who, who is that? Who, okay, I see it's, 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 it's Gloria Allred, the, the Al Sharpton. You got to understand, Gloria Allred is the Al Sharpton of um, lawyers, of, of, of women lawyers and sex uh, discrimination, sex assault, uh, Uh, Whatever you want to call it. Anything that involves a woman. Anything that involves a woman and uh, allegations of sexual misconduct. Gloria Allred is there. Just like anything that has to do with alleged racism or police brutality. Anything like that. Al Sharpton's there. Same thing. Same thing. Gloria Allred is the Al Sharpton of that world. Except I think she's a legit, well, not think, she's a lawyer. I don't think Al Sharpton is a lawyer. He's a reverend. So I'm looking and I'm thinking, why is Jessica Drake... On this, what? So now I got to turn the TV up. Now, mind you, I'm in Texas. I'm supposed to be on a mini vacation. I, I, I turn and I'm listening. And I'm hearing Jessica Drake. Who I've known for, what? Let's see, it's two, da, 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 da. 10 years? I've known her since she got into the adult business. I've known her since she's gotten into the adult business. I know her uh, husband, Brad Armstrong, since he's gotten into the adult business. I know her ex-husband, Evan Stone, before. Uh, I, I mean, I know all of them. I, I know all of these people. They're, they're all scam artists. They're... they're, they're, they're The girls, they're all hookers. Now, I told uh, a bunch of uh, our listeners, they were emailed, you got to talk about this, you got to talk about this. I said, oh, man. I said, it's going to drag me back into this horrible, horrible world. I go, I'll devote 20 to 25 minutes to it, and that's it. That's all I'm going to do. That's all I'm going to do. So as I listen to Jessica Drake talk about being at a golf tournament and them showing a picture of her with Donald Trump and then saying 
how she went to his suite where he answered the door or the bodyguard answered the door and he was in his pajamas. And then, of course, he, he, he grabbed her and kissed her without permission. And I'm thinking to myself, this has got to be the jump the shark moment. As far as the media, as far as the Democrats, as far as the the Clinton campaign, this is the jump the shark media. They're rolling out a 42-year-old washed-up porn hag. Washed-up porn hag. To talk about, I mean, we could break this down in so many ways, but to talk about Donald Trump saying, hey, do you want to have sex? I'll give you 10 grand. And I'll let you use my private jet. And this porn star turning that down and leaving the room because she felt uncomfortable. I mean, my, I, my mouth was, was just hanging open. I mean, I was like, what? Yes, the, we, jump, we have jumped the shark. For CNN to dedicate two and a half, I th- what, what the story broke Saturday, and it was on their website and their press conference Saturday, Sunday, going into today, for them to dedicate this, dedicate that much time. Because prior to the Jessica Drake news conference, The other report was a woman coming out and saying she was waiting in a cab line. She was waiting in line to catch a cab at like the U.S. Open or or some type of event like that. And out of the blue, Donald Trump came up from behind, grabbed her by the breast, and then jumped in a limo and got whisked away. Now, that was the story before Jessica Drake. That was the 10th accuser. That was the 10th accuser. So now, so now... Donald Trump is like a Wikipedia troll or or uh not Wikipedia uh, Expedia. He's an Expedia troll. He he's he's uh, Golem. He's a hobbit. He just he's lurking. He's lurking in the crowd. 
And then he sees a girl and he runs up behind her and cops a feel and then dives in a limo and gets driven away. And my girlfriend goes, I I don't understand how these people can get on uh, TV or get on with the, how? None of this is proven. It's one person saying Donald Trump did this. She goes, how does this, how does this happen? I go, honey, it was a setup. It was all a setup. Once the NBC tape, once that came out, once the narrative was started, once the narrative was started by CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS, once that was started, which Trump is a uh, uh, a sex assaulter. Once that was started, anybody could come out of the woodwork and say he did exactly what was on that tape. And once that tape came out, it gave the media and everybody else that wrote about this cover to say, well, he talked about it, and if he talked about it, then you can't say all these girls are lying because we have tape of him talking about it. So once that happened, anybody could come out and say, yeah, there was this time where I was waiting for a bus on uh, uh, 42nd and Broadway. And all of a sudden, I felt somebody grab me by the vagina. I turned around, and it was Donald Trump and the New York Post or the New York Times or the Washington Post or CNN or the Boston Globe or whoever is going to report that. And when somebody says, but how do you know that's true? It's just that girl saying this happened. Well... He admitted on that tape from 05 that he does that. And so if this girl is coming out and she's saying exactly what happened to her and it mirrors what happened on that 2005 recording, then how do we not believe her? And my girl's like, wow, that's just dirty. I go, hun, you could come out right now. You could come out right now. You could call the L.A. Times and say, Donald Trump touched me. You could call Gloria Allred right now. Call her up right now. You call her up. We call her up. And I almost, I, I 
almost. But I just got too much stuff going on. And she's got too much stuff going on. But I almost, for a brief second, thought we should do an O'Keefe-style gotcha. I should have her call Allred. We should work up a big story. Suck Gloria Allred in. And then once the cameras are on, go, this is all BS. It never happened. This is all sca- I, I made this up to show how uh, Gloria Allred and, and the rest of uh, the media are scum. This is all a, a BS narrative. But then I was like, oh, it's way too much work. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's way too much work. <laughs> oh, man, too much work. So there I'm watching Jessica Drake. I'm watching a por- I'm watching a porn star, a, a, a in our world. Or at least the world I was in. An escort. An, uh, an escort. And not just an escort. But being part uh, of, of, of a company and, and a group of people that, that are scam artists. Let me give you a, a, a quick breakdown. Just a, just a quick breakdown so you have a little quick backstory. Back in the day, the guy that Jessica Drake is married to, Brad Armstrong, was married to Jenna Jameson. You all know who Jenna Jameson is. You can look it up. They were married. When Jenna Jameson first got into the business, Brad Armstrong dated her. And then they got married. She then became a big porn star. But she hadn't reached the commercial success that she would eventually go on to achieve. She was just popular in the porn world. In this little world that the porn people really feel is a big deal. And so what happened was she wound up meeting a guy by the name of Jay Gardenia. There is a, um, a hangover drink called um, NoHo, okay? And it's one of those, um, you know, you, you have a hangover and you get effed up and you drink this and it's supposed to cure the hangover. It's actually a, a penny stock. So this guy... Jay Gardenia, who used to go by the name of Justin Sterling, wound up hooking up with Jenna Jameson. He wound up talking to her. He, he, you know, in our business, everybody would see each other. And so he 
convinced her, hey, that guy you're with is a loser. And you could be so much bigger than you are right now. You're just big in this business. But this business is crap. You could be doing, you know, B-movies and and, and, uh, having a website that could generate millions of dollars and all of these things. So what happened was she divorced this Brad Armstrong and got married to this Jay Gardenia. And Jay Gardenia then went on and marketed Jenna Jameson into this multi, multi, multi million dollar commodity, porn commodity. And Jay Gardenia and Jenna Jameson basically uh, rode off into the sunset. They created a company called uh, Club Jenna, which was then sold to Playboy. And this is when Playboy was actually still somewhat relevant. They sold it for uh, five, six, seven million dollars. Some say 10, some say 15, uh, but it was more like five or six million. And that was it. They basically retired. They eventually got divorced. Jenna Jameson uh, eventually uh, married Tito Ortiz, the the, the UFC legend. Jay Gardenia uh, eventually uh, married some um, uh, sugar baby, they call him. She used to, to, to troll around all the L.A. clubs looking for rich guys. She hooked up with Jay. Uh, they settled in, uh, uh, I think, uh, Arizona with this uh, energy drink. And uh, Jenna Jameson eventually got divorced and married some uh, Israeli jewel thief or, or insurance fraud and something like that. But Brian Armstrong was left without a wife, without a girlfriend. So... Jessica Drake happened to be married to a porn star at the time named Evan Stone. And if you ever watched softcore porn on Cinemax, you would have seen him because he had long blonde hair and looked like Fabio. Evan Stone was married to Jessica Drake and they moved from Texas to California to become stars. But here's what happened. Evan became a star quicker than Jessica Drake. Jessica Drake was nothing. She was just another blonde girl doing sex scenes for, you know, 700 bucks, 800 bucks, 900 bucks. Evan Stone, her husband, was the real star. He was the guy. That was making the big bucks. He was the guy that looked like Fabio. He was the good actor, if you can believe, uh, you know, good acting in porn. And Jessica was upset. Jessica was very upset that she was nothing more than a B list porn actress. 
And her husband was this star. Because they both came out together. They both came to L.A. together. They were going to be huge successes together. Now, at the time, they worked for a company called Wicked, which is where Brad Armstrong worked. Well, Brad Armstrong had no wife anymore. Jessica Drake wasn't a star. She was uh, a, a, a basically filler girl. So you would have your stars that you would pay the big money to, and then you would get someone like Jessica Drake and pay $800 to $700 to $1,000 to fill in the other scenes. Well, Brad and Jessica started a relationship behind Evan's back. So they were fooling around. I know, you're thinking, how do people cheat on each other in the porn world? Well, it's it's a weird world, but it's considered cheating. If you don't know that your other half is having sex off camera, that's considered cheating. If you're at a swinger club and everybody knows what everybody's doing, that's not cheating. If you're doing a scene with somebody and everybody knows what's going on, that's not cheating. But if you're supposed to be at home cooking dinner and instead you're at somebody's house taking the old hard high one, that's cheating. So Brad and Jessica were fooling around with each other while Jessica was married to Evan Stone. And the premise was, hey, here's Brad Armstrong. He was married to Jenna Jameson. He's the main director at this company called Wicked. Me, Jessica Drake, am nothing more than a B-list actress. My husband is the star. If I got with this guy, Brian Armstrong, he could make me a star. He could do for me what he did with Jenna Jameson. So what happens? Jessica Drake divorces Evan Stone and turns around and marries Brad Armstrong. Brad Armstrong then makes Jessica Drake the featured performer for Wicked Pictures. So she now gets what she wants. As you see this history this is not uh, some babe in the woods this is not uh, some uh, you know uh, 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 secretary who ran into Donald Trump and he grabbed her by the pussy this is a calculating escort this is a calculating prostitute Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And remember, you have to go with the premise that everything she said involving Donald Trump is true. So, and what I mean by that is we're breaking down the story as if it's true. But I find it hard 
uh, to actually believe this happened. I find it very hard to believe that this happened. But we'll continue. So this is this girl's story. Now, she says in 06, she met Donald Trump at a charity golf tournament that Wicked was part of. Somewhere in Lake Tahoe. She claims that she walked around with Donald Trump on the golf course. They exchanged numbers. And then she was invited to his room. And of course she went with two other girls. And word is, uh, one of the other girls uh, was a known escort once again. All of these girls are escorts. That's what they are. And then in turn... Trump's bodyguard answers the door. Trump comes out with pajamas on. Like he's, you know, Hugh Hefner. Of course, follows the MO. Grabs the girls. Without permission. Kisses them. Without permission. Same story. That we're being told by every single one of these girls. And, of course, all of these stories follow the 2005 uh, Billy Bush tape. Jessica Drake and her hooker friends engage in light conversation with Donald Trump. And, in turn, they leave. That was it. They leave. Because, of course... They don't feel comfortable. They, they don't feel comfortable. They, they don't feel comfortable. Trump then in turn calls Jessica and says, I will give you $10,000 and use of my private jet. Not even a jet because we know Trump has like a a a 747 i mean so it's not even a jet so trump's going to fire up that plane the boeing 747 or 737 he's going to fire up that plane just for jessica drake and in turn jessica drake says no oh no uh-uh. I will not have sex with you for $10,000 and the use of your Boeing 737. Never. And that happened in 06. And here we are. 10 years later. And Jessica Drake is now Come forward 
to talk about the sexual misconduct from Jessica Jones, Donald Trump. All right. And the media's all over it. Because Jessica Drake is a sex educator. Listen. Jessica Drake is a 42-year-old washed-up porn chick. Okay? That's all she is. She she was a washed-up young porn chick. Young enough. Ten years ago. She's even more of a washed-up porn chick now. She comes out on a Saturday and tells the world of Trump's sexual misconduct. And a day prior, she launched a website to sell sex toys, to sell wicked Porn movies. And again, the media is all over this. And where's the proof? A picture. A picture. With Donald Trump. That's the proof. That's the proof. Now, fact. Fact. There's pictures with Bill Clinton and porn stars. I mean, I don't hear too many news outlets talking about Bill Clinton having sex with porn stars. I don't hear too many news outlets talking about this. Because a picture... With somebody. A picture. With somebody. Normally. Doesn't mean. That you've engaged in sex or. You've engaged. In sexual misconduct. Normally you have to meet. A, a, a stronger level of proof. But in this election cycle, as it pertains to Trump, that's not the case. Now, now, if, if you really want to break this down, think about the shark jumping here. Okay? Think about the shark jumping here. Okay? Just just think about this for a minute. A woman who has sex with two, three, four, five guys rectally Swallowing semen, being fisted. I, I, I mean, the, the list goes on. I don't need to keep uh, 
giving you the sex acts. But a prostitute, okay, a prostitute, plain and simple, it's a prostitute. You know what the gimmick is? You get an iPhone camera, okay, you get an iPhone camera. You call up the agents and you say, hey, yeah, I'm booking a scene. I would like to book uh, Jessica for a scene. I like to, to, to book Stormy Daniels for a scene. I like to book whoever for a scene. And they go, okay, that'll be $1,000. That'll be $800. That'll be $500. And then in turn, they come over and you take your little iPhone out and you put it on a tripod And you film it, and they leave. And you just shot a scene. Doesn't matter if it ever went to a movie. Doesn't matter, nothing. That, that's, that's the business. Now you just shot a porn movie. You just shot a porn movie. You, don't, you, you, you didn't participate in prostitution because you made a movie. And in California... Shooting a quote-unquote film, paying people for sex, that's not prostitution. It's not prostitution. There's a law out in California that deems that whole process not prostitution. Now, in other states, that's not the case. In other states, that's, that's pandering. But out in California, that's that's the case. So, so let's think about that. A woman who has rectal sex for two, three, I, whatever. I mean, it, that that's her business. That's her business. Okay, her business is selling her pussy. That's her business, selling her pussy. Is now. On television with Gloria Allred. And this is Gloria Allred, who's supposed to represent legitimate women who have been assaulted by men. She's supposed to be representing women who were cake makers, uh, secretaries. A school teacher, whatever, who have been sexually assaulted by men, by their bosses. They, they, uh, you, I mean, just name it. Just name it. Get, go down a list of all of the horrible things that men do and, and bosses do, all that. Gloria Allred represents those women. Here she is. Representing a woman who sells her pussy. Sells her pussy. Each semen, multiple semen, multiple, multiple, rectal sex, you name it. She is now representing this woman who says 
that Donald Trump offered her $10,000 for her pussy. So now, now we have left the realm of a woman at a nightclub talking to her friends, drinking some champagne, and having Donald Trump creep out of the, uh, the, the audience or creep out of the, the, the people, sit next to her, grab her by her pussy, and then scurry off. Or to contestant on The Apprentice goes to see him at his hotel room. And then he, 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 he jumps on her and starts manhandling her. And she has to push him off and go, dude. Or a 75-year-old woman on an airplane who gets groped. By Donald Trump. He has, he has, he has arms like, like octopus tentacles. So we've went from those stories to now a woman who actually sells her pussy. Who sells her rectum. Who sells her mouth. For however many guys want to ejaculate in her mouth. We've now gone from women on airplanes, we've gone from women uh, 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 contestants, to someone who actually sells her pussy, saying that Donald Trump offered to buy her pussy. Have we seriously reached... The end of this Happy Days episode of, of Fonzie jumping the shark. Seriously, man. Seriously. If you believe the story, and I've given you the backstory of who Jessica Drake is and Brad Armstrong and Wicked Pictures. I mean, they are the low life of low lifes as it pertains to uh, the porn business. But if you believe this story, we are now watching a lawyer who is supposed to represent women who've been abused by men. Representing a woman who says, I sell my pussy, I sell my rectum, I sell my mouth. And Donald Trump offered to buy my rectum, my pussy, and my mouth. And... Give me access to his Boeing 747 or 737. And that's a story. That makes number 11 as far as women accusing Donald Trump of sexual misconduct. It's like the Democrats in the media... And everybody else that are not part of the right or a faction of the right that wants Trump to win. 
It's almost like they went, okay, th- these polls are are completely fugazied. These these polls are completely fugazied. She's not up where the scientific polls say she is. It's actually unbelievably close. And we need to stretch out this list of women that are saying Trump sexually abused them. And they went, um, we're, we're out. We're, we're done. We got this one other thing. What is it? We got this porn star. Oh, I, really? Yeah. You have a, what did she say? Well, she says uh, 10 years ago, she met Donald Trump at a charity golf tournament. And he offered her 10 grand for sex and uh, he, she could use his plane. Oh, God, guys. Are you serious? Yeah. That is so bad. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, maybe it will it will stretch it for a day or two. Okay. All right. You know what? He's going to give this big speech for uh, Gettysburg. All right. We'll, we'll at least overshadow. I mean, guys, haven't you noticed? Haven't you noticed all of these crazy stories happen to coincide whenever Trump is doing something that might turn people's heads, whether it's, uh, you know, speaking at the Gettysburg or some new information that gets dropped about Hillary or, to, you know, some Podesta email. Have you ever noticed that there's always some weird, oh, look, these new Howard Stern tapes, but those tapes aren't new. Well, they're new to us. Hey, look, he says he wants to poke his daughter. Oh, okay. Haven't you noticed that this dropped, this Jessica Drake story dropped. And don't forget, Gloria Allred is a Clinton delegate. This is somebody that's already been uh, in the WikiLeak drops as being in the bag for Hillary Clinton. For sending email fundraisers for for doing everything they can to make sure Hillary Clinton gets elected. So here you got a Trump speech that's going to outline his first 100 days as president. And all of a sudden, you have a washed-up porn chick talking about Donald Trump offering her $10,000 for her vagina. And that's a story. That's a story. That's a story that CBS picks up. Everybody picked it up. And no one, no one in the media questions any of the motives behind any of these people. 
And as long as Democrats control the media, the media is controlled by Democrats, there's never going to be pushback. Just like Joe Biden talking about wanting to beat up Donald Trump behind a, 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 a locker room. Probably if we were in school, you know, I would take Donald Trump out behind the, 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 the barn. Or the, but what are you going to do, Joe? What are you going to do, a deliverance? What do you mean? What are you going to say he's got a pretty mouth? What are you going to do, Joe? And I would beat him up. Imagine if, if, if a rep- listen, Trump says something that the media smells like a dirty fart that in their mind is inciting violence or calling uh, millions of people to shoot Hillary Clinton in the face. And it's a story. This is actually Joe Biden saying, I'll, I'll, Beat his ass. That's what I would beat his ass. And it's like, oh, it's just, it's just, it's just Joe. Are you kidding me? If rather it's Trump or a Republican, imagine if, if a Republican came out and just was like, you know, this Obama, you know, someone that, that is, that lies like he does. So, you know what? Back in my day, I would have took this Obama behind the 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 the, the, the school shed, and I would have whooped his ass. There'd be it'd be pandemonium in this guy, man. There'd be story after story with the Daily Beast. And John Oliver would do his little the little witty English humor. Oh, today the you get the f out of here, Oliver. God, I hope you die. I, I, I you know, I, I, I don't necessarily believe in God. I, I don't. I, 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 I don't. I'll admit it. I know that's that's strange for a Republican to admit. But I will admit that every once in a while, I pray to God that He will kill certain liberals. I do. I, I do. I say, I, I say this. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't believe in God. But every, eh, maybe once a week, I say, I do a prayer. Want me to show you the prayer I do? I know I'm getting off the beaten path of, of Jessica Drake. But this is what I do. Here's the prayer. I go like this. Oh, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I love you very, very much. I don't necessarily believe in you. Who am I BSing? I don't believe in you. But here's your opportunity to show me something, to do something that can make me believe in you, that can turn me, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And I'm not talking about putting your face on a piece of toast that's not, or a flower or a rainbow. I need some, some legitimate, I need legitimate proof, okay? I need proof of life. Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, the greatest, uh, greatest, greatest Savior of all time. Here's what I, I need you to do for me. And if you do this, if you do this, I will believe in you. I will believe in you, and I will be like John Denver in the movie Oh God, where I will, I will run around the country and 
and and make people believe because I will say that you talked to me and you did something for me. And I'll even go a step further. Oh, God, book two, the, the crappier of the, of the Oh, God movies, but was still good nonetheless. But thank God I will I will I will run around and I will write. Thank God everywhere. I will do that until they want to lock me up in a mental institution. Here's what I need you to do, God. Here is what I need you to do. Please, here's what I need you to do. I will believe. Kill John Oliver. Kill John Oliver this week. Please, God. Thank you. I love you. In the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's my prayer. That's my, that's my God prayer that I do. About once a week. I do. I do that once a week. And I know if I wake up in the morning and they go, uh, t- t- breaking news, John Oliver died today. I'll be like, oh, Jesus. Yes, I believe. And then like a- another week, I'll, I'll, please God, kill Bill Maher. Another week, and I'll go, okay, kill everyone associated with the Daily Beast, especially uh, Olivia Nunez and... The Asian kid, Ashwan Mashman. Kill them, please. And then it, 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 every week, it's a different death prayer. It is. A liberal death prayer. So far, none of them have died. Henceforth, I don't believe in God. But back to the Jessica Drake story. <laughs> If we were to believe this story, we are to believe that Donald Trump offered her $10,000 and the use of his private Boeing 737, and she turned it down. She turned it down. She turned it down. Somebody that has spent her life maneuvering from uh, guy to guy to try to get somewhere in 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 the industry or or in any walk of life to, to to try to reach some form of success and this particular time she turned it down she turned it down imagine that she turned it down what prompted you to come forward when i saw anderson cooper when I saw Anderson Cooper come out and ask Donald Trump that question, have you ever kissed a girl? Are you sure? As soon as, as soon as Trump said that, that's when I decided to come out. Got it. The same story from every other girl that has come forward. Got it. <sighs> Unbelievable. 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 And the best part is, the whole $10,000 and the jet thing, that story doesn't even match any of the other stories. That's why I'm saying it's like, it's like this was, it was like that bottom of the barrel. It was that bottom of the barrel. So it's like, this is all we got. What do you mean that's all we got? It's all we got. No, there's got to be one more in there. 
Mop, this is it. We could use get have to go. This is it. This is all we got. This is it. This is it. This is it. Talk. Okay. F it. This will be the last one. This is it. Go ahead. He's doing that Gettysburg thing. Go throw it out there. All the all the other stories. I mean, you think th- think about the Apprentice Girl. Think about the ones that were associated to the business. Think about the ones that are associated to the pageants. None of them had the mo of, "Well, I'll put you the executive director of my uh, golf club here. All you got to do is." Give me oral once a week. That's like $10,000, right? That's like private jet. This one out of the blue. Now we got money. But again. But again. If you want to say it's all true. Where's the sexual misconduct? You're offering a hooker money to have sex. I don't know. Sounds pretty thin to me. <laughs> sounds sounds pretty sounds pretty thin to me. It sounds like you're scraping the bottom of the girl barrel. Like I said, it sounds like you're jumping the shark. Oh, okay. Now, my prediction is there won't be any more women that come forward. My prediction is it's over. My prediction that the George Bush DUI story, because that's what it's kind of like, you know, two weeks before the election, I would say it's over. The damage has been done. Or at least we're being told the damage has been done. And I want to talk about the polls when we come back. Because I'm done with the porn stories. They dragged me in. Now I'm getting out. All right?